Welcome back to the With Joe Eby podcast, talking about four steps from Naval Ravikant to unlock an exponential career, this kind of high potential, high leverage, enjoyable, positive income career path. And, you know, the, the GOAT, Naval, going off his How to Get Rich um, podcast series, he has a lot of good points, right? I'll unpack four of them today in these four steps, right? Don't run out your time. Live below your means is number two. Three, find your relevant pockets on the internet. And four, give people something they don't know how to get for themselves. Okay, so obviously, very obvious concept. You won't necessarily get rich renting out your time. So I, I don't know, I think a bit, bit broader than getting rich renting out your time. It's also hard to, I don't know, maximize your impact and your learning when you're renting out your time. Renting out your time is basically, you know, working for salary and nothing else. So there's just not a lot of leverage, right? Even he points out that doctors can't earn non-linearly because what doctors do, even though it's expensive and it's very specialized, there's a lot of respect in the market for what they do, it's still all manual. Like the doctor doesn't get paid for not being there unless they own a business where other doctors or someone is working to deliver services. You think about an engineer placing themselves in the wrong place, right? So he says... An engineer can be at like one small company doing like very basic work or an engineer without working harder can make like not um, maybe it's more complex, but not, not working harder, not working more hours can make Bitcoin and spread impact everywhere. So there's this idea of like he always talks about um, disassociating your inputs from your outputs. Inputs is what's going in like effort, time, all that. And outputs is what's coming out. So if you work for $60 an hour um, and you're a knowledge worker or whatever, manual worker, obviously you'll, you'll never be able to supersede that ceiling. And, but you can think about that principle more broadly, broader than the variable of income, about <laughs> how much do you want to impact the world? <laughs> how, you know, how many people can you impact? A doctor can help one patient at a time. All right? So you know, someone who invents a medical breakthrough can move civilization forward and save millions of lives. So number two, live below your means. So this is what I talked about at the start. He does acknowledge this kind of MVL concept, Luke. Um, mm. But he just, you know, I thought it was really interesting to preface the series with it. So, you know, live below your means. It's a gradual progression. He cites Taleb. The most dangerous things are heroin and a monthly salary. <laughs> <laughs> I missed Taleb already. Naval has a lot of respect for Taleb. Is there a comment there? I thought you were saying something. No, 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 it just sparked other memories from when we did this live <laughs> series. How ridiculous some of his comments were. Ridiculous, but spot on. Okay. But yeah, accurate. Exactly. Third, give society wasn't what it doesn't know how to get. This is gold, right? Something natural to you that fits your skills. For example, Steve Jobs and Apple, right? People didn't know that they wanted computers. It was just this thing that geeks had. And the smartphone in your pocket. You know, when did you think I'd love to have this small, you know, computer-sized device in my pocket? You, there's, you can't imagine the things that you would really love to have. That's why we have, I guess, technology, science, entrepreneurship, creators, creativity. That's the very point. So the best gifts, you know, you know giving society what it doesn't know how to get. My personal example is, you know, constant student. I'm very aware <laughs> that the constant student concept, you know, gets a lot of, it's, it's, it's not what a lot of people who see it for the first time have encountered before, right? And it's funny how 
you know, because it's kind of basically the opposite of school. But they're used to school and that's normal. So they, they're more likely opt into what's normal than what's best. And that's the nature of adopting new innovation. That's why there's things like early adopters and, you know, beta users and slow on, onboarding for new things. So, but another point Naval makes around this is that normally things go from the high end and then to the mass market. So most new innovations like health technology and breakthroughs start off as luxury goods reserved for the wealthy, but then other versions are made and it, the costs of production get cheaper um, like because of technology breakthroughs and system optimization that enable things to then spread broader and broader. So I, I think I had a few examples I was thinking about before. Um, like university started off for the started off as a luxury good. Now it's being democratized for more and more people. Computers is a good example. Start off as very expensive big machines. Reading, right? Literacy was only like the upper classes were literate to begin with. Property investments, right? Startups, right? There's a lot of democratized entry to creating businesses online now that weren't there 40, 50, 60 years ago. Um, so there are a couple of examples. Radio is an example. Radio started as only a certain number of people can do it. Now we have podcasts. Anyone can go and set one up for free. Website building, right? I, a couple of years ago, I had to pay a couple of thousand dollars to make get a website made. Now the tools are getting better and better for me to just make one, like on whim. Like I think, I don't know if you have one yet for your podcast, Luke, but you'd, I could show you how to like do something simple in an hour, cloning a template without coding yeah, well. um that's so you know those things spread so there there are the opportunities because people don't know that they want to get them yet so you know it's maybe not the end of the world sometimes to make things that wealthy people will buy because new technologies can start off there but then spread to everyone else there's so many there's so many so many examples but the last stage was that the internet has massively broadened career possibilities but most people are still unaware Fuck, this is my life. Um, <laughs> this last one. Um, but going through the points, you can connect with anyone now. You can find a market or collaborators no matter how far away they are. You know, Luke, you could be in Botswana for the purposes of recording this. doesn't matter that you're actually just 100 kilometers away. And whatever your niche is, the internet enables you to scale it. Right? Luke, you're a good example with the running podcast. Right? Try and make all these different types of careers out of running 40, 50 years ago. Like if Phil Knight was starting Nike today, he probably would have started with a podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, instead of like selling it door to door, like he did, um, he would have made a Shopify store or something like that. They literally door knocked to sell Nike shoes to begin with. So I think it just enables more authenticity because as he says, no one can be more you than you which is true thanks to the internet. He says being authentic is, well, should get easier now because of the internet. Before that, it wasn't like just go and do whatever you really want to do because there was a much narrower set of options. It was much harder to educate people on those options. Now, and this is something we're driving hard with constant student, is you're in an exponential age. You should be having an exponential career in all these different areas. Like it should be meaningful, fun, and it should nourish your relationships. And the internet is the big swing factor that has changed that. Um, so yeah, consolidating that, and Luke, you can jump in with any of your takeaways. Don't run out your time. Two, live below your means. And I didn't explain that, but that basically opens up 
honestly your your options um, when you when you like reserve your finances. Uh, find your relevant pockets of the internet, and four, give people something they don't know how to get for themselves. Mm. Um, yeah, and and for me, I think constant student self awareness. They're the things like I've been thinking about. How do people not know? I think people don't know necessarily how to get those things that much, and that's something I try to bring. That's my examples, anyway. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think starting a podcast. I mean, it's before you introduced it, I have a normal job, like work a for a, for a salary, and I never really considered the fact that you can actually, well, eventually, maybe depending on viewership or how it goes down the track, you can you can make a living through sponsorship or advertising or all these different options and everyone has that option available to pursue something they're passionate about and just start start something which I don't know it, it, it is available to everybody but including myself but I had only just considered in the last month or so but you know you have all these options available and I think the point with you as an example um, if you can think about all the different things you now learn now that you've started that project. So when we say the internet is a broad place, people might think, all right, well, what does that mean? How do I go How do I go learn more about what's out there? Apart from just going down, I don't know, Reddit rabbit holes, um, reading good blogs, I do some stuff on it, or YouTube. The actual starting of a project gives you way more skin in the game because there's something you're trying to do. Mm. And then that leads you to learn things. Like if I ask you, Luke, how many little tech tools have you learnt about in the last um, three weeks? Um, I'm sure it's quite a list as opposed yeah, to yeah, what yeah, you knew about in December. Learning a bunch of different platforms. Obviously, you kick-started that, but you just, um, yeah, over the past month, heaps of different tools just by going through the process. Yeah, and then as you continue, that's only going to like continue. Like that's, that's the thing. So the real way to get on this journey do something on the internet side of the world. Mm. Um, again, I always and just recommend writing podcasts, side hustles. And also on that point, don't rent out your time. When you're creating media, for example, you're, you're creating something that's going to stay there. And it's not like you don't have to keep posting a YouTube video every time. It, it just stays there and people click on it and view it. And you've only created it for that one time frame. So It's very powerful. It's very powerful. Well, it's, it's, it's a very practical takeaway today. And um, we'll keep going because tomorrow we'll talk about how to develop specialized knowledge like Naval.